What's up everyone? Man, I'm so glad to be back y'all. Season 3 is officially underway. I know I've been gone for quite some time, but this new season is going to be the best one yet. To kick off the first episode of season 3, I'm interviewing my brother Henry Sims. Henry graduated from Georgetown and he played ball for the Knicks, Pelicans, 76ers, and the Brooklyn Nets. We talk about what it takes to make it to the highest level and also what's it like playing overseas for him. My guy is super funny, so he managed to tell us some crazy stories about his time in the league and overseas. Y'all definitely don't want to miss this episode. Season 3 of In-N-Out is here. Let's get it. Let's go. Let's get in and let's get out. What's up, y'all? I'm joined with uh, I'm joined with a special guest. He's a Baltimore legend, uh, Georgetown legend. Uh, his name is Henry Sims. I met him this year, uh, but I instantly, you know, clicked with this dude. Man, we bonded. Uh, to be honest, he's my my road warrior. To be honest, one of the funniest dudes I know, man. Um, but Henry Sims, appreciate you for joining the pod, man. Um, yeah, just I want you just to talk to me about how you've been. Um, I know we we're just talking off off camera that you know you're in Italy right now, settled and everything. How's that whole process been? Um, first, thanks for having me, bro. Appreciate it. You know, we've been trying to connect for a minute. But um, yeah, man, I can't complain, man. Like I was saying, you know, off off camera. Um, you know, it's it's my third, my fourth, really fourth year out here. Yeah. And um, you know, it's smooth so far. This organization is professional, you know. Yeah. Came in with no problems, walked into my apartment, walked to my whip when as soon as I got here. So, you know, for me, that's big in Italy. Normally I'm in a hotel for a couple of weeks before I do anything. So yeah. No, I hear you. Uh, it ain't bad, man. It ain't bad. I seen I seen you uh your car, bro. What's up with your signature, man? What's up with that, man? Listen, bro, listen, listen. <laughs> when they uh, asked me for that, when they asked me for that, I was I had just I was out the night before. I was half asleep. They called me. I was hung over and shit. They were like, oh, we need your signature on a piece of paper. I was like, whatever. Just sign some shit. So I didn't know they was going to put it on the card. But if I'd have yeah. known that, I'd have took my time to make sure it was fine. Yeah. Nah, man. That shit was funny. I saw. I was like, man, that is that 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 is the epitome of you, dog. Like, I knew there was something <laughs> going on. I know you probably just didn't take take it seriously or whatever. But I didn't take it serious at all, bro. Yeah, they slapped that thing on, on the whip, man. So, but. Uh, Set me up. But yeah, let's dive right into it, man. You know, um, I just want to first start talking about, you know, how you started playing basketball, you know, um, kind of some of the influences, you know, of when you were young. Um, I know you weren't that size, uh, seven foot. Well, I say you about 6'10", 6'11". You, you're pretty yeah, tall, dude, you, you know. But yeah, I know you really wasn't that tall um, just all through high school and stuff like that. But, you know, just talk to me how you started hooping and everything. Um, it's funny. I was just talking to a friend of mine about this earlier today, how I got to the game. Um, I really wanted to play football. That was like what I wanted to do. First. Yeah. You know, I was in love with like the Rams. It was uh, the greatest show on turf at the time. Kurt Warner, Toy Hall, Marshall Falk, all that. Um, so I went to, my mom took me to football. She didn't want me to play, but you know, I was so adamant. She took me to football practice and it was like a sign from God, bro. As soon as I stepped onto the field to sign up, some little kid got laid the fuck out, like, <laughs> like a car accident. You heard it. Yeah, I yeah. looked, boy, mama started crying and shit. Boy was on the ground, not moving. I was like, you know what, ma? I think basketball might be better for me. <laughs> I think that might be the way. Yeah. Me. So uh, a couple of days later, we went to the court. I was like 12, 13 at the time. We went, our church had a little church team or whatever, the AU team. So we went there and, you know, I was the biggest kid that walked in. So, you know, it was no tryout really for me. Yeah. Just come on, you big as hell. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, what position would you play? I I started at the you know, I started at center, of course. I wanted to be like a three. I really wanted to be three. Like a three. My favorite player was like T Mac. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that was my guy at the time. Yeah. So you know, I want to play two, three guard. You know, I ain't know nothing. I just wanted to do what T Mac did. You know, yeah. I never really did nothing in the game. My coach was like, "Hell no, nah. we sticking your big ass on the block, boy. You better go down there." <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, whatever. I guess, you know, like I said, I had just started, so I was really cool with whatever. Um, but yeah, like 
quickly fell in love with it. Quickly yeah. fell in love with it. Yeah, no um, doubt. I know, I know, you know, we, we had our little ones. We still got to continue our little game, but yeah, I know yeah. you got a little guard skill. So for, for people who don't know, my man Henry, he's a five, uh, but he's a five four. Uh, but he definitely got handles. He got a J. You know, he got he got game. So I could definitely see, you know, how, you know, some guards kind of influence how you play. You know, I feel like every yeah, big wants to be a wants to be a guard, you know, and I can see that in you. Yeah, no, nah, all the way. But like all my friends growing up was guards, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it was like when we would play ones, like me and you play, we would play on the three point line. So I had to figure it out. Like, yeah. Fact, you know what I'm saying? Fact. I really, I never really, even to this day, my back to the basket game is not like my strength. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm, you know, I'm more like face up, play out the pick and pop type of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sure. So that, that's where all that came from. All that, you know, dribbling and, and spinning, having a jump shot. It was kind of shit I had to have to compete with the people I was around. Yeah. And our, our area was thick. Like, yeah. you know, legends coming out of our area every year. KD, Mike Beasley, yeah. um, Juan Dixon. Um, you know what I'm saying? Ty Lawson. Like it was just every, you know what I'm saying? So to compete, them guys wasn't like regular post up. Like none of them dudes was like bigs. So nobody in my in my in my circle that I played with was really like a back to the basket, back you down type of yeah. guy. So Yeah. Nice. That's that's kind of the origin of how all that started. Just I I wanted to score, honestly. So it's like if I was <laughs> I gotta be able to do shit that other guys can't that other guys do it? I got to do the same stuff they doing. They shooting jump shots, fade away. You know what I'm saying? And all this left and right stuff. Yeah. So I had to, I, I had to figure all that out. And that was before high school. Like that was middle school. Right before I went to high school, I feel like my game was just kind of just naturally that just you know just playing. Just a hooper. Like I don't really call myself a five. Like yeah. I just hoop. Like, I just like the hoop. Just be on the court. Just hoop. Like put me anywhere on the court. I feel like I'd be dangerous. So yeah. No, I can I can for sure see that. And you were talking about you know like people who grew up in. Where you where you come from, Baltimore, man. Talk to me about how like Baltimore influenced your game. You know, you you guys kind of more the the East Coast style. You know what I'm saying? More gritty. You know, West Coast. Y'all would look at us. I guess people would say we soft, but I I feel like we're the nicest on the West Coast. But I mean, that's another argument. Well, y'all not soft. Y'all just y'all just got more like got more I game. Would... Is that what no. you said? Nah, no, no, no. <laughs> that's not. <what> <laughs> Y'all just more like, just more like, not not fancy, but it's more like, you know, like, we put show, the chair, it's more of a show. Yes, sir, we put the chair you know, It's like New York. Like, when you go to New York, you meet somebody that hoop from New York, like, it's a show. Like, whatever yeah. they play, it's a show. You yeah. feel me? But, um, yeah, Baltimore was like, man, it was, it was, it was gritty for sure. You know what I'm saying? It was tough for sure. But, um, you know, I was blessed, you know, my mother, got kept me out of all that. You know, she in the house at a certain time. She didn't play that shit. Um, but like as far as influencing my game, it's just like talking shit. Like you saw how you know how I get down. Like facts, facts, facts. always running my mouth. But it's just it's fun. You feel me? That's yeah. how people that's how the dudes I grew up playing with, that's how they as soon as you walk on the court, they run in their mouth. Yeah. To the moment they walk off. And uh, you know, you gotta be you gotta be tough, man. You gotta be ready to bump. You know, right. you, dudes come out there Hood legends, you may never see them on no court, no jersey on, but they come to the court and they're getting busy, you feel me? Yeah, and they ain't yeah. playing by no, they ain't playing by no rules. Like you feel me? Like they get the ball how they get the ball, they score how they score, elbows, yeah. throw you to the ground type stuff. Um and of course, you know, at the time Melo was like everybody looked up to Melo. That was like when yeah. he was in his prime. Um and uh, you know, he influenced all of us, you know, either directly or indirectly. You know, a lot of guys from Baltimore shoot just like him. Yeah. You know, that game, like if you watch Malcolm Delaney play, his game is like very much a mellow pace. His jump shot is like very like mellow. The green is the same way. Um, he's a legend. He retired now, but his game is very reminiscent of mellow. You know, they played for his his AAU team growing up. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, man, that city is just, you got to learn how to hoop. Like you got to know how to play. Like everybody that come out of there, like I said, it's really no back to the basket guys. It's none of that. It's like, yeah. if you want to play on this court, you got to know how to hoop. Niggas throw you the ball. You better do something. Ain't no sky hook. Yeah. Ain't no, no sky, sky hook. hook right? <laughs> ain't no turn. Ain't no turn. Yeah. Ain't no back yeah. you down. Nah, you better get busy. Yeah. So you know, that's just the culture I came up in. And, and uh, I went to, you know, with the high school there and all that. So it just stayed with me, man. Yeah. Proud yeah. of it. Yeah, for sure, man. I like when I first met you, man. I I knew I knew you from the east. I just didn't know where. 
Uh, one of my other homies, Rashard Kelly, he's from uh, Virginia. So that little DMV area, Baltimore is, is it, is that in that area or, or is Baltimore? Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, for real, people will call Baltimore its own place, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. it's in that area. It's 40 minutes from D.C. You know, yeah. it's, it's, if you in D.C., you be in V.A. Like, I, I live in D.C., but, you know, I be in Baltimore all the time, be in V.A. all the time. Yeah. Just like. Just cause you know it's right. Everything's right there. No, I feel it. I feel it. So, so transitioning from you know, as you grew up, you know, you grew up in Baltimore. You, you were you started to figure out you were nice, man. Talk to me a little bit about your high school career. You know, I know we had a lot of talks about you know what high school would do what you know back in the day if I was in high school. <laughs> you know, talk to me about your high school experience. My high school, the Duke of Baltimore, boy. Yeah, motherfuckers hated us, but we won everything. Like. Yeah. We won 38 and 1, 36. Like, Jeez. we wasn't losing to nobody. You bring, they was like, oh, y'all don't play the city schools, play the city schools, beat niggas by 50. And I was. Yeah. <laughs> and that was all before I even had got there. Like, when they was recruiting me, they were showing me all that stuff. So, um, yeah. by the time I had gone to high school, we had moved out the city. We moved out the city when I was fairly young. Um, but, you know, we was back and forth all the time. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, yeah, the high school was. I came in. I came to high school like six nine. I want to say. Sheesh. I was pushing. I was pushing. If I wasn't six nine, I was close to it. Um, you know, it was kind of like on the East Coast. You know, high school. If you play, if you hoop, you go to private school. I don't know how it is really on the West Coast, but if you hoop and you good, you go and go to a private school. Same, you know same, what I mean? Like, so it's like it was like free agency for real. Now that I look back on it, it was like all these schools was banging my door down. It's like college. Yeah, all these schools are hitting me, offering me scholarships. Coaches coming to the door, you know. what I'm saying coming to my mother's house, you know. what I'm saying having these conversations, and it was it was fun. And I ultimately decided on uh, Mount St. Joe, is where I went to high school, and um, mainly, mainly because of their lineage. Like like I said, it was a Duke of Baltimore. Dudes didn't want me to go there. Like you know, the hood dudes, the hood coaches. Yeah. I was like, nah, go to Towson Catholic where Melo went, where Malcolm yeah. Delaney went. come yeah. here. And, I'm like, that's cool, but I'm trying to win some shit. You feel me? Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to be part of something, part of a legacy. So um, I, um, I settled on Mount St. Joe, came in as a freshman, started on JV. Our rookie, our varsity team was, like I said, well, it was every year I was there, we was top 25 in the country. Mm. So our varsity team, I was behind Lewis Birdsong and Dino Gregory. Uh, Dino Gregory, Dino Gregory went to Maryland. Lewis Birdsong went to uh, George Mason. But they was top players in the state top players in the country, you know, top players in the league. So I kind of had to play my part. So I was a JV putting up stupid numbers, boy, triple doubles. Yeah. Like, like 11, Video 12, game five. numbers. Video game numbers. Was, I was yeah. having a ball, you know, I wasn't really, you know, I'm just hooping at this age. I'm not thinking about college. I'm not thinking about NBA. I'm just, you know, you're just having fun playing a game. So, so it, it turns out that one of our players in varsity got hurt my freshman year. And, you know, we need, they needed me to move up. And I was nervous because, like I said, it was I shit was thick. Our conference was at the time ranked like the number one or two conference in the country. Maybe like it was top three every year. Like, yeah, it was like dudes was going to Oak. They was leaving like going to Oak Hill. Like it was going to dudes going to North Carolina in our conference. Going to like that whole DMV area. It was just yeah. like you know, every team, every right. league had somebody. You know, had three or four guys that were like projected to be them dudes. So you know, I was a little nervous, of course, but. You know, it ended up being ended up being you know the best thing for me at that age because you know I, I had to get my feet wet early you know against some real competition. Yeah, and that was that was freshman year. I, I had a good, really good freshman year. Had a really really good sophomore year. Um, I didn't start until my junior year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, damn, didn't you start, didn't start varsity your, till your junior year. Yeah, I didn't start till because I was damn. sitting behind the dudes. They had two yeah. years left. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, so Lewis Burson was the guy I was sitting behind initially. Yeah. Um, and he had two years left, so he can't. He transferred in as a junior, and so you know, his junior year was my freshman year. Ended up really one of my best friends. His junior year was my freshman year, and um, you know, I had to wait. He was a hell of a player, so you know, like I said at the time, I'm just trying to make my way. Like I ain't thinking about none of that. Like these dudes is killers that's in front of me, so you know, yeah. practice every day was heated. Practice every day was like a jungle in that bitch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you know, junior year came around, I finally got to start. And I feel like after that, it just took off. Like, you know, I didn't really look back after that. Yeah. We, we continue to be one of the best teams in the league, best teams in the country. My sophomore year is when we, when we had our best year, though. We was 38-1, and one, finished Jeez. the year, top, 
number four in the country, I believe. Sheesh. We lost our last game of the season to the, the Matha Catholic. Mm. Yeah, they nice. They nice. The Matha always uh, they, had bro, They had Austin Freeman, Nigel Munson, mm. uh, Desmond out of DG. They had some. They had some goers. Like them dudes was real. Yeah. So you know, and we only lost by like four or five in the last few minutes. So you know, it was heartbreaking. But you know, what I'm saying we took them to the wire. But uh, yeah, that was sophomore year, junior year. Like I said, I was able to step in, start becoming like a man as far as the game is concerned. Like able to find my niche, know what I'm good at. At this point, I know what I'm good at. Know how to play. Know how to read. I think my basketball IQ has always been pretty high. But I think my junior and senior years when they kind of shot up, just because yeah. I was you know in the game more. Yeah. Um, I was able to get involved more, you know, it was more responsibility. So I think I, I responded pretty well. Uh, but senior year, senior year was fire for us. That's when we played. That was junior year. We played on ESPN, had an ESPN game. We won that. Um, senior year, we played Oak Hill with uh, Brandon Jennings, uh, Tiny Galloway, uh, a couple other guys on that team. We ended up losing on some food shit at the buzzer. Um, but, yeah, man, high school career, I can't – I feel like I have probably – one of the best, you know, I couldn't ask for nothing else. Like, yeah. Left school, Hall of Fame, you know, one of the top top winningest players in, in the state. Tough, you know? tough, tough. Nah, that's tough, man. Like, I know we talked about this before, but I do know that that area, man, y'all bred it with hoopers. You feel me? And, yeah, yeah. And, and I know you're playing against top competition every night. You feel me? So, uh, but this kind of like, by you dominating stuff, you know, it kind of led you to, to to big opportunities. You know, what schools um, did you uh, consider? I know you went to Georgetown. We're going to get into that a little bit. But what schools did you consider other than Georgetown? Um, well, my top, you know, we had like top fives back then. So yeah. I'm sure they still do. So I think my top five was, was Georgetown, Maryland, UVA. Um, I want to say I want to say Kansas was in there, but I don't know. Like, it wasn't, they weren't interested like I wanted them to be because I would have yeah. went if they were interested like, like that. But Kansas was in there and um, I had Florida State mm. and Boston, maybe Boston College was in there too, I believe. Yeah. I wanted to stay kind of outside of Kansas and Florida. I wanted to stay home like in the area. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I ended up boiling down to my father, you know, rest in peace. His favorite school is Georgetown. Yeah, you know, at this age, I'm kind of learning more about him and more about myself or whatever. And when you know, I figured that out. Right, it's it was a no brainer now. Yeah, I'm Georgetown, you know, yeah. and I knew that lineage. I knew they created bigs. I knew that's what they were good at. So it was like, and I was able to have a chance to come in and compete right away. Mm. Uh, so I, I chose that school just for for them reasons. Like, it just made a lot of sense. It's 45 minutes from home. Yeah, you know, and like it just, it just made a lot of sense. But um, the other schools like UVA was up there. I really wanted to go to UVA because it was like it was a beautiful campus. They had just built that new gym. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, but it just was too far. It was like five hour drive from home. Yeah, you feel like the whole drive you ain't see shit but like buckwheat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you ain't feeling that. You ain't feeling that. And the yeah. campus was huge. And I know me. I ain't the most punctual person on earth. <laughs> I'm like, it's gonna be tough for me. It's gonna be tough for me to maneuver around here. You gotta bust and shit to class. I'm like, nah, that's a, nah, 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 that's dead. That's dead. Georgetown, every you could walk everywhere. So I was like, this, yeah. this is different me. This you, is. you, you said you know you knew the lineage and everything in Georgetown. You know, man, that's a historic program. You feel me? That's like that's big time, man. How was how was your time there? You know, um, I know. You uh, was Coach John Thompson. Thompson, he was. Uh, it was the junior. Third, the it, was se- the it was the John's third. It was the third. You know, um, I know he was your coach and everything like that. How was? Just talk to me. How was it? Just being around. You know, um, I'm sure he came around the his dad, Junior. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, like you know, rest how in was peace, it? Man, it was rest in peace, man. First, man. First off, just I remember my first like visit was like. Wow, like I'm here. You feel yeah. me? Like yeah. walking to the, you walk into the, the practice gym back then. You know, it was it was a, it was like a high school gym, really. But but you see all the jerseys on the wall, the Kim Bays, the AIs. Yeah. You know, Floyd, you you and uh uh um what you call them, Alonzo Morning. You see all that stuff there. You see their pictures everywhere. You see as soon as you walk in the gym, the first person you see is Big John. So it was like the first the first on a visit was just like. Wow, like this is it. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like yeah. I never really thought of making it 
you know, I knew I was going to go to college or hoop, and I knew that pretty early, but it was just like it, it hit me when yeah, I was I'm in here. here. Like, oh, okay, I'm here now. Like, this yeah. is it. So, you know, my first year was it was a learning experience for me, man, because, you know, they ran, we ran a Princeton offense. Um, so it, I had to learn it. Like, and in college, in high school, we didn't really run many plays. Honestly, yeah. we just ran like a motion offense. We had a couple plays to get like me a couple shots, our shooter some shots. But outside of that, we just played. Like we just up and down, we just went. Yeah. yeah. Uh, out of college, it was totally different. This is a system. This is my first time really being in the system. Yeah. You know, if you go right and the dude cut, it's a whole different offense. And if he come and get the ball, you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like my freshman year was like I had to learn. You know, I was able to compete and I played a little bit. I played a good amount my freshman year. Um, but, but you know, that, that offense was tough. But, you know, the competition was thick every day in practice. Again, you know, Greg Monroe, Dewan Summers, yeah. Tony Vaughn, so Chris Ryan, Austin Freeman, Jason Clark. Like, practices was crazy, bro. Like, thick. I remember my first practice, I'm watching Dewan Summers. Bro, he had a – we was playing pickup, actually. What a practice. It was, like, summertime. It was pickup. Yeah. And shout out my man, Dewan. It's like, fam, he, uh, he got drafted by the Pistons. Uh, he's still playing now. He at home right now, though. But uh, he had a, a break. It was a fast break layup. He hawked that motherfucker down. Boom. Beat that shit, right? I'm watching. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Beat that shit. Turn around. Like, he runs, like, off the court. Like, you know, it's like banana banana cut, like, off the court. Because yeah. he went with the block shit off the court. Or court caught the joint on mid-stride. Cocked that motherfucker back to his face. Ooh, I was like, nah, bro. This is crazy, huh? <laughs> I haven't seen nothing like that. Like, yeah. mind you, we got all hooped together in high in high school. At some point, we all played each other for the most yeah. part. Yeah. And even Duan, because he went he from Baltimore. He was a Baltimore guy too. Went to school in our conference. So I'm used to seeing him do crazy shit. But this is college. This is a different level. Like, Fact. you know, what I'm saying he's bigger, he's better, stronger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was wild. So anyway, that was my introduction. That was your, that was your introduction to Georgetown. That was my, like, that was my welcome. This is the Big yeah, East. This is yeah. it. <laughs> Jeez. Bunch of niggas like him walking around. This is it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, so, man. Uh, that that's 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 crazy, man. That's crazy. I can only imagine. I I told you Georgetown is one of my favorite schools. Like, if I had the opportunity to go there, man, I, I would I would for sure. Like, if I have when I have kids, I'm for yeah. sure advocating Georgetown. I I just feel like the the legacy, the the lineage, it go crazy out there. Yeah, it's it's, it's a lot of tradition in tradition, that school. A lot right. of tradition. Like it's yeah. Damn there, too much. <laughs> it's a it's lot of tradition. <laughs> nah, you, know, the school, you know, when people would do traditional, uh, when like you have a traditional school like that, they tend to be stuck in their ways sometimes. Yeah, no, no, no. no. But, I know, rightfully so, this shit work. Yeah. Long Thanks. You know I mean? Thanks. Yeah. And uh, man, I want to, I don't know if you want to talk about this, but uh, I know I know you guys had a little incident with that Georgetown team uh, in China. Uh, China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to talk a little bit about about that it, for, for the for, for the for the listeners? Uh, explain kind of the 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 situation and what happened. So the well, what it was was we had like a our school was a Nike, it was Jordan brand, but you know essentially a Nike school. Okay. And you know we was going over there for like a little Nike tour. You know we was over there. Duke was over there. Um, Want to say another school? Was over, I can't remember, but I know us and Duke were over there for sure. Um, so anyway, we had two games in Beijing, we had two games in Shanghai. Yeah. Play the first game in Beijing and we win, but it's not like, and we playing pro teams. Every game against like the, the, the pro teams in China. Yeah. It's the CBA teams. So every game, the first game we won, uh, second game, that's when all hell broke loose, bro. So the, the game from the beginning was like, Tense. I don't know why. It's just you could just feel it walking in the gym. We we yeah. you know we can't ooh, we ain't know nothing else was going on. We didn't know what the, we get in the gym and we were like, yo, why is it so like oh, other man. players looking at us wild? Like, what's going on? You feel me? Yeah. So uh we go to line up for jump ball, and this is why one of the things that fucked me up. I asked the dude playing, I asked the, the guy across from me. He was, you know, he was projected to be like the next Yao Ming for the most part. Like, yeah, you know, he had he had just got back from Chicago for pre-draft. Um, you know, he was supposed to be that dude or whatever. So I'm like, cool, like I get to match up with some work. Like I'm I'm excited. And uh I asked him, I'm like, oh, you speak English? He said, No. All right, whatever. Jump ball, we play. They throwing cheap shots and stuff. They mad physical with us. You know, yeah. it's a protein. These grown ass men we dealing with. Yeah. You feel me? So like it's, and it's the military team. 
So it's like these niggas is grown. Yeah, they really big really. then. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? So the whole game, like the first quarter, you know, we feeling them out. The whole game, you know, it's like they go up a little bit, we catch up, we go up a little bit, they catch up. At one point, they went up like five or six or something like that. This is in the in the third quarter. That's when all, everything went crazy. So they was up like five or six in the third. We went on one of the we went on a 17 to one run. One of the greatest runs I've ever been a part of. Like <laughs> niggas was dunking on people left-handed. Yeah. I'm catching putbacks crazy. I hit a three. My boy hit two, three threes in a row. Like it was nuts, but I ain't never yeah. been a part of something like that to this day. So anyway, they and it got to the point where we were we had made our run and then like we had a 17 to one run and it had like died down a little bit. They started fighting back. Yeah. But they was like, they didn't like it because we was, you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I'm popping shit. We Facts. celebrate young boys, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. We're having a blast. We competing with these pros, beating their ass. Not we in our mind, we beating their ass because we competing with. Them. Yeah. We, you know what I mean? And so they ain't like that, bro. I don't think they like that at all. I, I understand. You feel me? So it just anyway, my boy Jason Clark bringing up the ball. He get to half court and uh they trap him, but it's not no trap. They jump this nigga at half court, like. Yeah, yeah. They trap him. He lose the ball. He go back to get it. He turn around. Boom! It clocked across the face, and that's and that's when it, they bench clear. Our bench clear, and yeah. that's when all just this shit just went crazy, bro. Jeez. Shit got nuts. And then um, you know, I, I ended up being like a it was like a one verse three under the rim with me. My other teammate was over there fighting some people. It yeah. was a like it was crazy, bro. Like it was it only lasted like. 30, 40 seconds. Yeah. That shit was nuts. Like, so nah, anyway, long and short, we had to, to get out of there. They was on the verge of locking us up, putting us in jail. In China? Yeah. yeah so thank yeah. you for us. Yeah. Joe Biden had been over there. There was like some Chinese-American relations they were trying to get settled. Like. Yeah, yeah. And so like Joe Biden was there. He was the vice president at the time. And um, he happened to stay in the same hotel as us. So like, he was able, you know, to communicate with whoever he had to communicate with to make sure she was straight with us. But yeah, yeah, bro, it was different, bro. It was wild, man. That's that's wild. that's crazy, bro. I remember seeing that on ESPN, man, and I was like, "Damn, what's this? This is really happening." You man, know, they was, it was dirty too. It was like because we couldn't really see nothing because in China yeah. they took off the media really yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It was probably only viewable for maybe an hour. That's like being gracious. So we ain't seen nothing until like a week later when we got back to the States. And we yeah. on, that's when Twitter was live. Yeah, Sports Center. Y'all were going dumb. Yeah. And they were like, oh, that's why you can't take these thugs nowhere. Niggas gonna be niggas no matter where you go. Like, oh, like we really yeah, defended yeah. ourselves. Like they yeah. was going crazy on us. We had to defend ourselves. I hear you. That's yeah. that's 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 wild. That's one of those things, bro. Like when you look back at it, like you just grateful you got out, got out that situation. Yeah. Yeah. Because was- you know. Niggas can really get jumped out there. You feel me? Like yeah, you can, like, you, like, like could have went left real quick. Like right? real quick, really went, it go left. It could have went even more left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nah, man. Yeah, but, we was able to make it out, man. Thankfully, man. Yeah, but uh, as we move forward, you know, you guys did your thing despite you know whatever happened. China, you you had a great year. Uh, now now you looking forward to 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 the league. You got your eyes on the league, man. Talk to me about how that whole process and um, just your kind of pre-draft process and, you know, what kind of mentality were you in, you know, at that, at that time? Um, pre-draft was crazy. I had 17 workouts. Mm. I was like moving once or twice a week. Yeah. I've been, you know what I'm saying? It was very much like an NBA type of schedule. Like you'd yeah. be in LA for two days working out, then you go fly, and got to work out in Toronto the next yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. So it was very like moving. You know, it, it, you can't really appreciate the process at the time because you're so deep in it. Yeah. Uh, but it, my mindset was really just like I was really like kind of still like shocked that because my first three years in school, I didn't, I didn't really, you know, I didn't really play too much. A couple factors that led into that, but I didn't really play too much my senior year is when I really shine. Um, you know, I had some, I had a guy come help me out with fellow heritage. Shout out O. Yeah. Um, came in and showed me how to work hard, how to get shit out of the game that I deserve. So, you know, I, I able to come in my senior year. I'm, I'm thinking like the pre-draft, I'm like, listen, I'm here. I just gotta show these motherfuckers I can play. Like, yeah. 
Fair. You know, at Georgetown, thankfully, that system showed was able to highlight a lot of my strengths, you know, being able to play off the dribble, being able to shoot the ball, being able to pass, you know, make mm-hmm. decisions. Um, but I had to show I could do that on an elite level. And um, I think, honestly, I think most of my workouts were pretty well. Um, you know, when you went in like that, like it's like four guys in a workout and y'all battling all, it, it shows your flaws. Yeah, and it, so it opens up. It gives you a perspective on your game. In mine, I know one of my flaws was like I wasn't the greatest rebounder. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. When it came like pursuing the ball and like you know what I'm saying contact rebounds at that time, I wasn't yeah. that good at it. I didn't really know. I I didn't really know at that time. But I, you know, during the process, when you get feedback, you know, they'll talk to your agent after, be like, oh well, you know, this was what he did great. This is what he didn't really excel at. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a lot of the times like the same thing. Um, you know, he did great offensively, defensively. He had he was great, but when it came to like rebounding, like, you know, he's not as strong as he should have been. Yeah. Um, so you know, pre-draft was like it was a real eye-opener. And in all them damn workouts, I didn't even get fucking drafted. Yeah. <laughs> I was hot. Yeah. I had to work for the draft. I'm like, oh, I know Jeez. these things, but they gotta take me because they somebody got it. Yeah. That was my second time. It was in New Orleans. That was my second time going back. I'm like, yeah. oh, they gotta pick me. And then I had a workout in Sacramento where I was cooking, like. You were cooking. I was, bro. It was like game to 11, full court, three on three. Yeah. And it was, I was cooking so bad. Niggas just gave me the ball and just said, go. Like, <laughs> just go. Like, I was, it was some foreign big guard. I mean, he was mad, slow, and sloppy. So I just ate yeah. that nigga up. I was, yeah. like, I was like, these niggas don't draft me. Nobody will. Like, facts, facts. And they damn sure it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and they damn sure it did. They don't yeah. pick me up. Nah. But, uh, I actually had an offer to get drafted. A 50 spot or something like that, 57 yeah. spot yeah. from the Spurs, but they wanted me to go to Spain first for you. And it was going to be like non guaranteed deal. When I came back, I had to make the team, make the team type shit. I was like, nah, I ain't with that. I'd rather just fucking go. My agent was like, listen, you rather, I'd rather you just go training camp. It's the same thing, really. You know what I'm saying? Figure it out. Yeah. I ain't get drafted or whatever, but the process was fire. Like, I yeah. can't front. The process was fun. Um, no, for sure. And you, uh, and you, uh, uh, you you played for New Orleans your first first year out, right? I got yeah, that was my first call up. Yeah, your first call up. I thought you'd have thought I signed a ten million dollar deal the way I was crying, bro. <laughs> I was so happy, bro. Like I, I, you know, young, your first time through the process. Yeah, I didn't really understand the concept of a ten day. Yeah, it's really ten days. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Real love, like it might be eight, but like you know, I was like I said, I. I been working my ass off my whole. I feel like I've always had to prove myself, and I feel like this opportunity came. Yeah, and I played pretty well when I was there. I did really yeah. well. Um, but yeah, I got the call. I was out dinner with my teammates in the D League. Went outside, had a little moment. Teammates yeah. sold him. I thought I was out of there, boy. Yeah. Eight days later, I'm right back. <laughs> <laughs> eight days later, boy. I'm right back. They said, they said you you back already. Back, boy, I, uh, I, I ain't miss much, nigga. I know I couldn't done that much in eight days for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, nah, but that's nah. love, man. That's that that that's for sure love. You know, you got the opportunity. I, talk to me about just your opportunity actually being called up because I know you play with the the New Orleans. You got called up. You play with Philly. You play with New York. We talked about some of the stories, man. Tell us, tell us a little bit about you know just that opportunity when you actually make it. You in it, real NBA game, regular season, not just, you know, summer league or whatever. You actually yeah. in the moment. And being around, you know, some of your favorite players, like, you know, yeah. Melo or or Joel Embiid or, or whoever, you know. Talk to me about that. Man, well, like, that's probably easily one of the greatest times in my life outside yeah. of, like, oh, my child being born and, you know, all that stuff. But, like, that was easily, like, man, my, my rookie – my rookie year was really officially in the D League. My rookie year in the NBA was with the Knicks. So I had to, I was in training camp. Um and it was Knicks tape, you know, and they was going, they were supposed to win a chip for like three, four years straight. They were supposed to they projected to go to the finals, yada yada. Yeah. But it was all vets. Like I feel like as a young kid, that's all you that's really like the best thing for you, you know, looking back. Like Every day I had to guard Melo, Amari Stoudemire, Tyson Chandler. Like, those are my three matchups every single day. Man. And I was getting my ass kicked on the daily, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it ain't Melo pump faking the fuck out of me, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's Amari putting his shoulder in my chest trying to put me in the rim, or yeah. it's me trying to battle Tyson Chandler for a rebound. And you know what I'm saying? Like, those moments, 
unbelievable. Jason Kidd was our point guard. You know, Jason Kidd teaching you stuff. Yeah. You know, it's shit you can't even, you wouldn't even ask for, you wouldn't know to ask for. You know, it's okay. things you wouldn't even, you could never imagine, you know. Jason Kidd giving me pointers, Melo giving me pointers. Tyson Chandler, we actually ended up having a good friendship. Like, that's a good friend of mine. You know, same with Amari. Um, you know, that, that was an experience in itself. That was training camp too. So, you know, like it was kind of like, I was in NBA games, but it wasn't really yeah. like, yeah, I'm saying, but fast forward to Cleveland, I was in camp again that next year. Yeah. I ended up making a team um, with my boy, Carrick Felix. That's wild, bro. Just text me. My boy, Carrick Felix um, with the Arizona State. Um, we ended up making a team. We had the same agent at the time. Ended up making a team. Um, I didn't really play my first 30 games in the league. Like, I yeah. didn't play. I ain't play like in a suit type shit. Like I'm sitting behind the bench, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No minutes. Um, but I'm working my ass off every day. You know, you gotta you work, you the hardest worker when you're not playing. So facts, facts. Uh, that that was that was fun, you know, just being around. You know, I hasn't I ain't really had much in-game experience at that point, but you know, being around young Kyrie, young Dion, young Tristan, yeah. um, Anderson Berjao, uh, you know, all them guys, you know, watching them come into their own, watching Anderson Berjao get 20 boards a game without leaving his fucking feet. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so I ended up getting traded to Philly. And crazy thing is that that was right at the trade deadline. So the trade deadline was like three o'clock that day. February was like, I don't know, say February 20th or something like that. Yeah. They let that line was at three o'clock. I'm nervous all day because, you know, I'm 15th man on the roster, 14th man on the roster. I'm like, if somebody's going to go, it's probably going to be me. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I'm on pins and needles all day. It's like two thirty. I keep refreshing the ESPN app. I go to phone my agent. He's like, oh, I just GM. Don't worry about it. You're okay. You gonna be there? Just you know, what I'm saying we yeah. had practice at like four four thirty, five o'clock or something like that. Yeah. He's like, just you know, get your mind ready for practice. I'm like, all right, cool. And so like two forty five roll around, and I'm like, let me just refresh this app one more time just to yeah. double check. And sure enough, Henry Sims and Earl Clark traded to Philadelphia. I was like, damn. damn. Yeah. Right. Like I'm, walk, I'm getting my bag about to walk out the door and go to practice. I'm like, damn. So I called my agent and he like, I got I'm assuming you heard the news. I said, Yeah, what happens now? He was like, you know, don't go to practice. They're yeah. gonna call you and let you know everything that's going on. You know, and it was like they called me, it was like, uh, Coach Brown, Mike Brown called me and was like, Yeah, you know, we like you. I, I fuck with Mike Brown heavy too. Yeah, yeah. So he, he didn't have to call normally it's like the GM or somebody, but he didn't have to call me, but he gave me a call. Um, as well as the GM, he gave me a call. And was like, you know, it was just ended up being um, the GM at the time was 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 David Griffin. Mm. Yeah, David Griffin, good dude. Um, it was like, you know, it just turned out numbers, you know, just matched up. All that political bullshit, yeah. whatever. Got traded, and at the trade they cut Earl. Like it was like a wow. sign. It was, they cut Earl before, like nigga, before like, you can even finish reading the article. The Sixers released yeah. him. And bought him out and just released him. So I'm thinking that's Earl Clark, lottery pick. Yeah. They got to gotta be next, you know, yeah. mentally. That's you know, yeah. it only makes sense. So I get a call from Brett Brown, the coach, energy. And they're like, hey, what's up? I'm like, hey, what's going on, man? They, you know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, you know, excited to have you part of the program. Um, you know, we want to bring you in and see what you can do, you know, because I had played a couple times in, in Cleveland. Yeah. And every time I played, I played well. You know, I was high energy. Yeah. You know, I rebounds, was able to shoot the ball, you know, it was yeah. good from the field. So it's like, you know, we just want you to come and see what you can do. I was like, bet. I was like, I'm they were like, you gonna play right away. Like, you don't gotta worry about none of that. Just come in ready. Yeah. So, you know, trade happened. I, I had over there. First game, I don't I don't think I played the first game because I had just got to playing and they, Coach was like, you want to play? I was like, nah, I ain't about to set myself up like this. Thanks, so thanks. I sat that first game, right? I sat that first game. Um, but that next game we played Orlando. It's my first game. And I had, it was like my coming out party for real. Like that's when yeah. I was like, okay, I belong out here. Yeah. I, I was hooping. Like I was hooping. We fucking lost, of course. But I was, hooping. <laughs> I, I was like, I was proud of myself. Like I got out there. Nah. And I yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that ended up being the best thing for my whole career. Cause I feel like that just set me up. You know, obviously I would love to still be in the league, but. You know, at the time, looking back, like, I took advantage of the opportunity that I had, you know. Yeah. Not too many people get the opportunity undrafted, you know, had to make the team, came in through the back door, started. I started 
both years, the two years I was there, but the end of the second year, not so much because they wanted Nerlens to get some run. Yeah. So you know, my, my minutes kind of fell back. Um, but for a long time, I was a starter, playing well, playing, you know, putting the league on notice. For yeah. a minute, I was like top ten in mid range jump, mid range shooting. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? Me and Charles Barkley, the only two people with eight plus rebound, offensive rebounds in consecutive games. Like, yeah. that shit's hard. Like, I was yeah. like, I was doing yeah. my Part of that shit. Oh, um, man. But yeah, just being in that moment, bro, was just like, uh, it's one game in particular I remember against the Bulls um, with Pau Gasol. It was my matchup. And, you know, Pau was Pau. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he was. Really, really good at this time. Like he ain't really, he ain't, he ain't old. Like he's really good at this time. Yeah. And um, that was my matchup. And I'm like, damn, like I'm going against Powell. I'm like, you know, before the game, I'm just trying to wrap my head around it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Watching film and shit. Yeah. You know, I've been watching it my whole life, but at the end of the day, when you watch film on him or before you go into battle with him, it's totally different. Yeah. So, you know, that game, I think I ended with like 16 and nine, 16 and eight or something. Tough, tough. But I played, I played, like I was going at this nigga's head. Like, yeah. I was going at him and he was, we was going at it. We was going at it and it felt like, you know, we didn't really speak, but you could tell like, okay, he knew I wasn't no shit. You know what a dude playing yeah. defense for you and like, they like locked they in. Really, they really locked like, in because they, they got to really be. Thin. Like they guard, like I'm having, at this point in Philly, I got plays for me. So I got low post plays, you know, I got coming off plays. Yeah. So, you know, like I'm really an issue out there in the court. I feel yeah. like I was really a problem. Like, yeah, our record might be, Five and fifty, but nigga, I'm out here. <laughs> I don't know about yeah, 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 yeah. Right now. So um, anyway, that was probably I had that was my I hit my first NBA three that game. Tough. Hey, it was some off the backboard fluke shit, but I was like, uh, fucking with it. Hey, hey, don't matter, right? <laughs> don't matter. We ended up losing, of course. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that game was probably that's when one of the moments when I look up, you look at the stand. Philly always showed out, no matter how yeah, many games. They, yeah, no that always show love. Always, so it was like you look in the arenas, jumping. It's thick. Like we only lost by like two points, three points, and I'm in it. Like coach drawing plays up for me to get shots. Yeah, you know, involving me. You know, this is like one of the moments. Like you That's walk huge. in on the fourth quarter, three minutes left, crowd going crazy, the yeah. announcer going dumb. Yeah, mascot jumping around and shit. Like it's like oh, okay, I'm in it. Like, yeah, this it. different. This different. This is that you dream of. Like this yeah. is what you did. Finally, yeah, hey man, that moment was perfect for me. Yeah, talk to me, talk to me about kind of a little bit about the mental aspect of that. You know, um, just looking back, how far you come. You feel me? You you've dealt with a lot, dealt with like different coaches, different bullshit. You know that we what we deal with, but for right. you to make it to that stage, um, like like like, what did it mean to you, man? Like like like, did did does that continue to drive you to this day you know what like what talk to me about that um my mindset is always it has not always been the same um you know it's kind of evolved over the years for a long time especially like my early days when i first was stepping feet when i was first in the league i had very much like a happy to be here type of mentality yeah you know i'm just i'm not supposed to be here you feel me like i'm supposed to be in reality, I'm supposed to be in Baltimore City slanging dope for real. <laughs> like, yes. That's how I feel like I'm supposed to be. Just, uh, you know, even out of college, like, you know, I never felt like I was supposed to be there. So it was more like a happy to be here. When I got, when I started like playing and all that, I started to understand like, you can't be happy to be here. Yeah. You got to be here to take over. You got to be here to fuck shit up. Like, yeah. You got to have, you know, that's a little boy mentality, happy to be here, whatever. People go through it, but you can't stand that mentality for a long time. Yeah. So I ended up starting to just, you know, work. You know, the dudes with my who's in the the culture of the Philly program at the time, even though our record wasn't good, we fucking worked. Yeah. It was always in the gym. Every it was a team full of guys trying to make it, trying to stay in the league, trying to prove themselves. So practice, practice might be at noon. It's dudes in the gym at 10 o'clock putting it in, getting it in. It's dudes getting there at 9 30, lifting, doing whatever they gotta do, getting it in. You know what I'm saying? So that shaped my mentality a lot to the point where it's like, gotta eat whoever in front of you you're gonna have to eat that nigga live like right. you can't you can't you know pause but you can't like just... <laughs> i was about to say something <laughs> <laughs> hey i'll let hey i'll let you go on but I feel <laughs> nah, nah, i'll be catching <laughs> but uh but uh yeah like you can't that mentality 
I think I, I kind of adapted it in Cleveland a little bit because yeah. they had the number one pick and um, Anthony Bennett at the time. And it's like, you know, when you really settle down and, and, and look at the moment that you're in, it was, we had a workout. And in a workout, it was me, Kyrie had just, he was injured. So he was coming back. We were just playing ones. We were playing one-on-one. Me, Kyrie, Anthony Bennett, Deladova, Matthew Deladova, and my boy, Carrick Felix. Yeah. And I'm looking, I remember just like taking a moment and just looking at the court. Kyrie out there working out, Anthony Bennett out here working out. I'm like, all right, this isn't just one-on-one. This is, this is eating. Like, this is, this is where you make your money. This ain't just no bullshit one-on-one. Yeah. This is, you got two number one picks, one nigga that's going to be pretty much a Hall of Famer in Kyrie. Anthony Bennett coming in as a rookie, you know, he's he supposed to be, they was projecting him to be like uh, Charles Barkley at the time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So they had, they expected him to do some, and then you had me. And they just like, nigga, get in where you fit in type shit. So yeah. I'm like, nah, I'm yeah. not with that. I'm yeah. trying to eat. Like, yeah. Anthony Bennett, I'm trying to put, I'm trying at his head, Kyrie step up, I'm on your head. Like it's no, and it kind of, it wasn't really a, a, a switch, but like, you know, that it started, my mind started to shift from happy to be here to, to not kind of survival mode. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like I gotta, if I don't, if I don't perform, somebody else will. And you know, I'm on the end of the bench, getting rid of me ain't gonna hurt nobody around this organization, but me, yeah. you feel yeah. me? Like that ain't gonna yeah. hurt nobody, ain't gonna hurt nobody pockets or nobody feelings, but me. Yeah. So it's like, like a survival mode now. I feel like I'm still, I'm still very much in that, in that mindset. Um, you know, that's probably why I, I, I talk a lot of shit. Cause it's like, I'm really like, I gotta perform. Like I still yeah. feel like today I'm still proving myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like in Reggio, I would still have to prove myself. Facts. Facts. Like, Facts. like it's, it's, that's just been a theme throughout my career. And at this point I'm cool with it. I don't got, I don't know no other way than the, play like I got a chip on my shoulder, yeah. play like I got something to prove, you know what I mean? So, you know, that mindset, and, and that's what you learn about a lot of guys in the NBA. They got that mindset, that survival mode, that killer mindset where it's yeah. like, I'm going to eat. I don't give a fuck what you're going to do, but I'm going to eat. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. I got to you to do the shit, I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Friends or not, we could be friends after this. You know, you hear that cliche all the time, you know, between yeah. the lines, friends. This shit is real. Like, I, it took me a while to, to figure that out, but it's like, ain't no hard feelings. Nah, ain't nothing. But at the end of the day, you, you, if I don't have this spot, they're going to give it to you. But I want this yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. I love you. But yeah, nah, yeah. I want but, and you gotta And you got to act accordingly. So, you know, it was kind of like a, like I said, survival mode type of mindset for me. Like, you know, I, survival mode, prove yourself type shit. And, you know, I feel yeah. like I'm still, and no matter what I do, whether I'm involved in some business situations. Or, yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I got to prove I belong. Even yeah. if they hyping my head up telling me I belong. Nah, I want y'all to see, yeah. understand that there's a difference between me and the person next to me. So Yeah. No, no, I hear you, bro. I hear you. And I definitely agree with that, man. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm still developing my mindset. And, and I, I, I see that in within yourself, you know, the way you hoop, bro. Like, when you get mad and you, you really, you really want to prove a point, bro. And that's like, I remember one practice, I'm um, just telling from the listeners, I remember one practice you came, you said you're going to go because you didn't play or something like that. And you said, I'm going to go dumb next practice. And when I tell you, my nigga, you went crazy. You were eating. <laughs> hey, I love Frank. You feel me? You were, you, were, you, were, you, were, you were eating. I was like, damn, you know, but but like you said, we got to be like that. You know, we got to have that mentality, that that dog in us. You feel me? Because we want this shit so bad. So. I definitely can relate with what you're saying, but uh, we're going to keep moving a little for, uh, further. Uh, so, you know, you, you had your taste in the league and everything like that. Now you, you have opportunities elsewhere outside of, you know, U.S., like China. Talk to me mm-hmm. about that whole experience and, and a little bit about your European experience. You know, you can um, just tell me kind of the difference between, you know, the games or the competitions that you play internationally versus the United States. Um, I think, well, China, my first experience out of the country was Philippines, actually. Philippines. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we talked about that. I kind of went, I went right after my rookie year. Um, after I got caught up from New Orleans, I went down. I was in D-League for a couple more weeks, and I left and finished the season in the Philippines. Um, that was an experience. It wasn't as, as 
culture shocking as yeah. China. Yeah. Because maybe it was just because of the city I was in. You know, the Philippines is very westernized. So, you know, it was English. You know, a lot of the billboards were English. If you went yeah. somewhere, they, I can't remember the, the name of the native language, but they would probably speak English, you know, because I was in Manila, the capital. So, you know, yeah. it wasn't too crazy. But China, China was a fucking culture shock, bro. <laughs> yeah. I like, when I go places, I like to, like, take a walk, you know, experience whatever city I'm in, see what's yeah. around. Yeah. We don't get, we're not going to have these opportunities forever. So, you know, try to enjoy it. Yeah. But I'm in China. I left the hotel. I went down the street. I was like, oh, nah, I got to go back home. Well, what happened? <laughs> I got to go back home. Bro, I couldn't read nothing. Like, that's what oh, yeah, fucked yeah, me yeah. up. Like, I don't know what street I'm on. I don't know what this, because I was in Shanxi. And okay. that's like, it's not westernized. It's China. You it's know what China, I'm saying? China. It's I China. So it was like, people driving crazy. Motherfucking, yeah. I can't read shit on a wall. I don't, I go in a grocery store. I don't know what I'm looking at. I don't yeah. know what I'm looking at. You know what I'm saying? And people, and nobody's helping me. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Because so they don't, was, yeah, yeah. Oh, let me take my ass back to the hotel and just thug it out. Like, I'll be all right. <laughs> like, yeah. I just got around. But the experience, like, in, in the Asian um, basketball community, it's the culture. You know, they take care of the Americans really well. You know, like, I, uh, I appreciated that for sure. And basketball-wise, it was kind of like, you know, give you the ball, you go. It's every, every Hooper yeah. won. You know, get the ball. I got the ball so much one game, I was like, oh, please. That's somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man, he's out at every move right now. Let me just. Man, I didn't use my whole bag. Hold on, let me get this shot. Yeah, no problem, bro. Oh man. But um, I'm like my the other American on our team had got hurt, so I'm like I'm like uh. I'm like, yo, so I had to play the whole 40 minutes. I, mean, I think I played yeah. 38 minutes or some shit. Yeah. Bro, like, it, it's fun. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I had a blast. Yeah. Appreciative of it. But out of that game, I was like, yo, please, just pass to somebody else. Like, yeah, please. Yeah, I want to think it's all my moves by now. Like, it's over. Nah, I but um, that that experience was dope. Um, can't front. You know, that, that experience was fire. Uh, money's on time, early. Yeah. And, they want to give you more money. They was giving me bonuses for anything. Bonus for coming to practice. In relation to uh, like Europe, you know, tell me about like your experiences also in Europe, you know, playing in Italy um, yeah. and, and just kind of the differences and, and you coming from the league, and, and, and playing in also high competition in Italy. How, how was that experience for you? Were you kind of um, mentally upset about that situation or was it one of these things where it's like, okay, I'm going to use this. It's an opportunity. I'm still, you know, take care of my family, stuff like mm -hmm. that. Like what type of mentality were you in right there? Initially, it was kind of demoralizing. I ain't going to yeah. lie to you. Because it's like you come from the best of the best. Yeah. I'm saying you see yourself as the best of the best. And then you go over here and I, I didn't know what to expect, you know, my first time in Europe. So, you know, I initially before I had even got to Europe, you know, that summer, I was kind of fucked up because I thought I deserved to be back in the league or your yeah. league competition somewhere high level. You know, what I mean, a, a higher level than, yeah. you know, just in an Italian league, which is a, a great league. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Obviously, there's levels higher than that. So, yeah. You know, initially I felt like that, but, you know, I'm the type of person where it's like, you know, you can't be mad at, you can't be upset for too long. You know what I'm saying? These are the cards that's in front of me. I got to play. You yeah. know what I'm I got to figure out, I got to go here. I know I'm going here. I got to figure out what, how to, how to attack it, you know, what to do, how to succeed in this situation I'm in now. So that's, that was, by the time I got to Europe, that was my mindset. You know, I didn't come in or know like better than everybody or, you know, unhappy to be here type of shit. Like, I was the same person that you that you saw, you know, happy, enjoying myself. Yeah. I just knew in the back of my mind, like, I know where I want to go. Yeah. And if I want to go there, I got to perform here. So that was very much my mindset. Um, you know, I was sold a dream in the summer. Didn't happen by the time I got there to, to, <laughs> to, to Europe. Um, yeah. It, it was kind of tough for me to adjust just because, you know, you don't know the culture. You don't know how to approach things, you don't know how to, I'm very like straightforward, you know, if something go up, if something, if I'm an issue or if there's an issue with something I'm doing, let me know, tell me, Yeah, I can fix it. 
Um, and it wasn't, you know, that wasn't the case here. Like, it was very much I had to figure it out. Like, I don't yeah. know what's going on. I got to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I got to figure out, like, kind of what coach wants, coach is thinking, you know, because it's like he told me one thing, but we're doing some other shit. So it was like, yeah. it was tough for me that first year. And, um, you know, just 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 in the aspect of being in, in Cremona, you know, I, I was very, I was a little confused, honestly. I was just like, oh, why am I here? I wanted to leave. I would ask my agent to leave all the time. Yeah. Just shit just wasn't working out. Um, so like I said, I settled in and just played. I, I ended up having a, like a good year. I averaged like 14 or six or something. Yeah. Um, I ended up having a decent year. Nowhere near, I feel like it could have been. Yeah. Uh, the competition, like, you know, as far as you com- compare the two to, to Asia and Europe, it's, it's really, you know, in Asia, it's, you know, it's not really, honestly, I don't think it's fair to judge because you only yeah. get two Americans, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, one American can play at a time, two Americans can play on one quarter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So this is different. You know, obviously the competition here, you would say is better just because um, more Americans, you know what I'm saying? The basketball culture here is a little more developed. Developed, yeah. Yeah. Than, than in Asia. So, you know, I really wouldn't compare the two. It's just different, bro. It's just, it's just, yeah. It's just yeah. different. So. No, I see, man. Uh, shit. Well, I feel like you're, you're for sure, Justin. Well, I know this year you're going to have a, a, a huge year at Treviso. Um, looking forward to to maybe playing against you this year in, in, the, in the international yeah, cup. Well. So we'll we'll see what happens. But um, I just want to ask you a couple more questions just to end, man. Like, no um, you got any crazy stories out here that you've seen? Like just fans on the court, uh, off the court, any crazy stories? I'll, I'll say when I was in Rome, when I was in Rome, we played um, Scafati. It's like okay. Southern Italy. Um, the game was rocking. We was the top team in the league. Scafati was like, it was A2. So if, if you any if you don't know anything about A2, every game is a battle for the most part. From yeah. the last team to the, to the top team. Like every game for the most part is going to be a battle. It's very few blowouts. Um, so yeah, like that game was no different. That game was a fucking battle. So, you know, it's, it's we down one, we got the ball shoot a shot, Jim's going nuts, bro. People standing up, you know, them little things they have on the court, the yeah. little like advertising, people shaking them, throwing yeah. them and shit. Like I had never been a part, it was really like chaos. It was chaotic. And so we shoot a shot, we miss. I get the offensive rebound. I throw it up, ref calls a foul. It was an OD foul, super foul. They was like hug me and shit. Yeah. It was a crazy foul, bro. <laughs> But we was away. We was in Scafati. So the, the fans went fucking stupid, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I, at this point, my Italian isn't, I can't understand shit, but I know that they was cussing me out. <laughs> I know they was cussing me out and calling me all types of ignorance. Like, all types yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I'm at the free throw line, bro. The most intense free throws I've ever had in my life to this day. Sheesh. At the free throw line, bro, and I look up. And it's people at the at the at the uh, under the basket, like they left their seats. They damn near on the court. Fuck you! <laughs> screaming at me. I'm looking yeah. at the ref. Like, Yo, do yep. something. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. like, what's going on? <laughs> like, he throw me the ball. As soon as he throw me the ball, bro, nigga, a water bottle go flying past my feet. Change and shit go flying on the court, and the ref's damn. not doing anything. Nothing, bro. Ref ain't doing shit. That he didn't stop I'm the like, game or nothing. Nothing, bro. Like the ref was in on the heights. That's how I felt. Like this nigga from Scafati. Like you yeah. know what it is. Yeah. So, um, I ended up missing the first one, and oh, I was just shook. like, I ain't go front. I'm like, if I make these free throws, these niggas might kill me. <laughs> <laughs> these niggas might kill me. I was yeah. shook. So my mind wasn't on the free throw. So I, that's yeah. why I missed the first one. Yeah. Got myself together. Second one came up. Able to make the second one. And, you know, they were still yelling, screaming, throwing shit, banging shit, sound like gunshots, but they just stomping on the yeah, stand. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Going to overtime, we ended up, I think we lost at the buzzer overtime in that game. See, so, I know. I, that might have been the best thing for us, keeping a buck. Yeah, like, yeah. We yeah. the one, ain't no telling what would have happened. Shit, shit they but probably tip off your bus. Man, something would have happened. But that, that was sick. So that that's one of the, I'm trying to think if I got any more crazy ones. I mean, we, I think you all like with the fans slapping on the glass and shit, dude, yeah. spitting on the glass, all that. Facts, facts, facts. Um, but that's, you know, for me, 
crazy as I, as I can outside of that China shit there, I told you. Yeah. Uh, that's probably the wildest shit I've been a part of, for sure. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And uh, last question, man. What's, what's, what's your favorite, like, country you've been in and played? What's your favorite country outside of the U- U.S.? So what's your or, or even if you visit it, you know, on an off day or whatever. I love I love Italy, bro. Like I I love yeah. the culture here. I love the lifestyle here. Yeah. Um, Milan is probably a goat city for me, but if I had to, you know, outside of that, I'd probably say Hong Kong is probably like Hong Kong. Wow. Hong Kong was amazing. Like yeah. I didn't know it was like that. Yeah. Like it's Isn't like it? it's like New York. Yeah. Damn. It was all just mad people from out of town. You know, everybody speaks English. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's it was it was a great experience being over there in, yeah. in China, being able to do some shit like that. Yeah, no, um, yeah, shit was dope. I feel it, man. But I appreciate you, man. Appreciate you taking the time. That's a wrap. No you know, you, it means a lot that you that you you know join me, talk about your experiences, and you know, I really want to kind of highlight your journey because I feel like it it shows like true testament to your resilience, you as a person, man, you would, you a genuine dude. I can just feel it. And, you know, I always, I always love chopping it up with you, man. So I appreciate you once again. Not a problem. Um, man. Thanks for having me. Boy. Appreciate yeah, it. no problem. But uh, that's a wrap.